1: Excitement is over. <laughs> now it's time for the big talk. Chris. <laughs> <Pretty> this... <laughs> Sorry, it's time to light the fires and kick the tires. <laughs> you know it'd be better. Comic book pit is back, which is episode 225. I'm Dan. I am the Duke.
0: And, AKA uh, Scott. Sorry. AKA Scott. That'll work on my timing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's, you know, we're probably a little rusty. Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's probably good that it's tonight or just for this, uh, for this episode, it's just the two of us because we need to kind of get our sea legs back at (laughs) risk. You know, the the last episode we did was a little under a month ago when we did, um, our live episode at New Dimension Comics for free comic book day.
0: That was a blast. That was great. Yeah. The whole day was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree. We got to get our, uh. We got to get our game on here because, uh you know, Jared will come on and you know stomp all over us. So <laughs> you know, he's got the he's got this young, you know, the young endurance thing for going for
1: him. So yeah, I mean, podcasting is not for the weak. <laughs> so
0: what brings us here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know, well, you know, speaking of New Dimension Comics, um they recently had their very first Comic-Con. It was the, the Three Rivers Comic-Con.
0: Uh, the first big, yeah, like official show. I mean, they're no strangers to doing putting on comic shows, uh, you know, just doing small shows around the area.
1: Yeah, just small one-day regional yeah. shows.
0: Yeah, but this was like a whole other level. This was a real Comic-Con, which is so funny to say it that way, but this, this was a real Comic-Con.
1: I feel like – and I, I'm, I'm going to steal and mutilate a quote from the owner of the New Dimension chain, Todd McDevitt, where I believe he said in an article or an interview that he wants to reclaim the word Comic-Con. Oh yeah, because most Comic-Cons as most people know them are uh more more pop culture driven right uh shows or conventions whereas where comic books are a in those shows a very small I mean not even half I wouldn't even say a, a quarter of a lot of shows it's, you know, it's, it's part of this, you know, this melting pot of comics, TV, movies, uh, books, you know, and, and sci-fi, fantasy, cosplay. I mean, like all this stuff mixed together mm-hmm. is kind of what our current, the current, you know, quote unquote Comic Con culture is. And, you know, it used to be Comic Con was a comic book convention and, that's that's what this show was. It was a comic book convention. I mean that being said there were your outliers but by yeah. and large it it really harkened back to the days of when you went to a comic book convention for comic books.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Um I think like, you know, like aptly naming a show, you know, and like I would say that like West Virginia Pop you know they're not they're not going to make any qualms about that they're like yeah we we're trying to reach uh you know a bigger audience mm-hmm. than a comic comic con and yeah and i think that word has totally been skewed because everybody bites off of san diego and thinks that that's what it means to be a comic con but even they were you know just comics in the first place mm-hmm. and uh you know, it's, it, it was nice, man. It was so nice to go in there and just, like, the, cele- you know, the celebrity, quote unquote celebrities were comic book creators. You know, yeah. No, the artists and writers.
1: Exactly. The, the biggest n- names at this convention were actual comic book creators or creative types. There were no wrestlers. There were no, uh, you know, c- uh, B or C list actors. There were no models. Right. You know there were some cosplayers, but you know I feel that's that's pretty forgivable in the Comic Con context.
0: I agree. I agree because that, uh, especially since the ones that I saw at that show were comic related. You know, like it's not like they're trying to. You know, I don't know comic. You know, cosplayers can do whatever they weren't, and but it wasn't like they were trying to steal it. Yeah, I, which I think happens a lot when there's a, a costume contest. Right, they weren't trying yeah. to
1: exploit the the con just to you know flash some naughty bits and sell you know sell some prints and make a few bucks and take right. some pictures. But well, you know, and one thing that let, let's get out of the way real quick. Okay, we're, I guess we're both going to apologize because we're, we're both coming down off of various stages of cough cold you know whatever um you know there's you know, we you know we joke and it's you know people talk about the con plague or the con crud or the con funk
0: yeah
1: you know the kind of the you know you go to a show for a couple of days and you you know the next day or the next week you feel like crap well that's because you got the con plague and it is a real thing
0: it's a real thing because we are both still recovering yeah um even a week and a half later but uh I, it, it hit me a little later than you I think
1: and and, and I think was uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is that um we both had I think had very very different um uh, roles at this show
0: yeah yeah that's what I wanted to talk about I mean you were an insider
1: on yes. this I was actually working the show. I was a, I was a staff member of this show. Right. Where, you know, because I, I work for the chain of stores that put on this show. Um, I assisted the organizers with a lot of the social media stuff in the months and weeks leading up to the show. And then I was, yeah, like you said, I was. I was, you know, on the front lines. I was there. I was you know, I was I was privy and privileged to to be behind the scenes. Yeah. And,
0: and I'll just throw this out right now. It, you know, as a as a vendor or whatever you want to call me artist alley uh person, like you guys were like the best crew that a show has ever seen. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like everyone, like every single person that was involved in it was excited to be there and happy to help. And, you know, and it was like, who are, you know, like who are, I don't know you, you know, and I know a lot of the people from that show, but I was still like, wow, man, this run, you know, it runs deep. I was mm-hmm. like, this is awesome.
1: So. Well, you know, with the, The, the organizers and the, the, the store behind it. I mean, I think so much of it is owed to the, the owner, you know, Todd and the longevity of his store. I mean, his store's been around for 30 years and he's, he's seen it all. I mean, he's been to, I I can't, I, I can't even guess how many shows he's probably been to and, and his you know, and and other people that work for the store, you know, John, the general manager, um, and, and others. I mean, people that have lived and breathed these, you know, these various conventions over the years. Yeah. And, you know, you get to see what works and what doesn't work.
0: And uh, Dan, Dan, a, a Lavoie, was it? Yeah. Was that yeah, another guy that he runs his own convention, and he was there to help, and... You know, just that kind of experience too, uh, I think raised it up as well, so.
1: Yeah, and it was just, you know, um, it, it, it was just impressive, uh, to be part of that. And it was also very gratifying, uh, you know, I mean, you, you said a lot of kind words just a few minutes ago, but that whole weekend and the week after, uh, I mean, just, I could go on Facebook without seeing someone complimenting the show or how well treated they were yeah i'm
0: not yeah i'm not even if you were there like i'm not even saying anything new every everybody was like this is amazing like this Mm -hmm. is you know what a what an awesome you know like to be here and be a part of the first show um and then like just because the outpouring um you know like everybody laughs and and no one, no one really should expect this, but, you know, like, some shows will bring food around and be like, hey, do you want something to eat? And you get, like, a cheeseburger from McDonald's that's, you know, mashed down, you know, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, honestly, you can't expect that from a show. But at this show, like, you guys were walking around, like, I swear, every half hour there was somebody with, like, a box of chips or cookies mm-hmm. or, you know, drinks and water. And I was just like... I I don't need anything. I'm good. You know, I I have plenty.
1: This is the first time I've ever seen a, a room that was set aside specifically for artists, vendors, what have you, where you could step away, you could step off the floor, go into this room like a, like a green room or just like like a lounge. um, Is I think what they called it. And where you could, yeah, you could, you could just get off the floor for a bit. You could, grab some pizza you could grab a water you could have a snack you could have grab a coffee i mean and they had it all i mean it was and i I was blown away as you know i i wasn't expecting that because like you said i mean no one expects a show to you know a show organizer to go to that uh, that level of effort
0: right you know yeah and i was going to say that as well Um, i think jared had experience This might be his experience that I'm repeating, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, there was the after party and he had to go back to his table to grab his stuff to leave for the night. And they walked him over because they were concerned about security as well. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. And then the other thing was, uh, during the show, and I didn't realize this, I didn't need to take advantage of this, but, um, like some people were like, Hey, I want to get up and go to the bathroom and, and somebody from the show would sit at their table and watch your stuff. Yeah. You know, and basically run their booth while they were away. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that I just, I'm like, this is, I've never heard of this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because, because a lot of, you know, a, a lot of vendors or creators, you know, a lot of people go to the show solo, and there's a certain amount of, you know, there's a certain level of trust that you place in, Either your you know your neighbors or yeah. the attendees of the show to you know if you have to step away to get a drink or to go to the bathroom that they're not going to you know that you're not going to get rated
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much and
1: that you know that's a that's a you know that that's a, yeah that's that's probably a legitimate thing yeah, um, yeah I um you um, know there there were just so many things that were done right. At this show, I mean, and and I, I probably you know I'm I'm, a, I'm really biased obviously because again I'm part of I was part of the the crew, but as someone who's also been on the other side of the table, or and just there as a, you know at a show wow. as as a fan, um, yeah. it was just
0: oh that's that's what I wanted to say about the fans too and the the outpouring that went into went to the fans and like the ticket prices were extremely reasonable, you know, I think, what, $10 a day or something like that. Yes. And, but, like, just, buy, you buy a ticket to walk into the show and you get a free graphic novel. And most of the books were, you know, $20 graphic novels, hard, hardcover books. hmm And you pick one out and they basically mark it on your wristband that you had, uh, you had grabbed on. And I'm just like, where, you know, where are they making money? Because this is awesome. You know, like, this is so cool. You know, and I I honestly, you know, just being a realist, you know, I, I don't expect to even see that next year. But it was like, this is awesome. Like, this is something that, I, you know, would be awesome if it keeps going. You know, I hope so. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm so glad I was a part of this. Mm-hmm. Like, to take, you know, just to <laughs> take advantage of, like, this all this goodness, basically. You know, like, it was... It was a feel good weekend. <laughs>
1: it it re- yeah it, it really was and you know everyone that I talked to and I I, I was I felt very fortunate, um, you know there, being a you know one of the just one of the the help one of the staff, um, you know I, I did a lot of tasks that most people would be like oh I'm not going to do that I oh wanna, yeah I want to do something fun. Um, but like I, I walked around like you were talking about the with the snack cart. Yeah. And and I also walked around a couple of times with a, a garbage cart because you know we we didn't have garbage cans at all the tables. There were garbage cans you know kind of sporadically throughout the the show. Right. But you know I um you know I I, I took it upon myself to to grab a cart and a, some garbage bags and I went from. T- table to table and but doing those things gave me the opportunity to uh to meet people to to talk to the vendors the exhibitors the creators and really hear from them firsthand what they you know thought of the show i mean uh, or what they had to say or you know what questions they might have had and that i i really enjoyed and i i like I said, it, it might sound kind of like the the actual task itself. Like, what, like oh, I don't want to walk around and pick up someone's garbage. um It really wasn't that bad. And like I said, I got to meet more people that way than is than if I was. All oh, right. You know, just well, there.
0: Part of that is, yeah, you're you're there as a help, and and they're not going to necessarily pitch a book at you, you know, which. Not that that's a bad thing, you know, but, but you know what I mean? Like you were able to, they, they, their guard was down and they're just like, Oh, Hey. You know. Yeah.
1: People weren't in sales mode. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a chance to walk around and just connect with people. Mm. Um, and, and they also, you know, uh, again, it was just one of those small, uh, small efforts that we put forth that people really appreciated. Uh, and again, I was, you know, people were just blown away, you know, when they, or handing me their trash, they would tell me like, "They're like, dude, pass it along. It's, you know, this show's great. Everyone's been awesome. We're so happy. You guys put on a hell of a show." Let's let's
0: talk about this too. Like, this is what I think people want to know. At, you know, if they weren't there at the show, attendance, the attendance was crazy good. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're talking about a hard area of of Pittsburgh. To, to bring people. Yeah. To, I mean, you know, I, and people outside of Pittsburgh don't know, but this area is basically a depressed, you know, a failing mall. You know, there's right. no, there's no stores there, you know, and, and this con is inside one of the, one of the closed
1: stores. Right. It was like a, like a department's, department store mm-hmm. size, um, space, which, you know, it was funny when I, cause, I, I was able to see the space before it was Yeah. Before it was anything. It was completely empty and I thought, well, I, I guess that looks okay. Yeah. It's but, but then when you actually like when I got there on Saturday and I looked around before we opened and I was like this is this is really this is a thing. Like this is this is something real. This is not like a, a half measure. Like this is yeah. a legit comic book convention. Um, and it, and it was it was such a, a treat just to see so many vendors and exhibitors there. It was just really amazing. Yeah, like you were saying, for that area, for the location, you know,
0: it's it, a, it's, it's not the easiest. You know, even the the thank God there was no construction. Um, yeah. I, but. I, you know it's not necessarily a destination anymore like it used to be in the 90s no definitely know. not
1: that yeah the, the mall that we're speaking of is century 3 mall if you've never heard of it or not familiar with it. it used to be the place to go for so many years for a good 20 30 years and then as things happened it just it fell on hard times there was some violence and some just a lot of things that just caused it right. to stop going Or
0: other other businesses around it grew right. out
1: well, you know, yeah. it, and and other malls sprung up, nicer, newer malls, and, and people. You know, I think it's one that people were tired of. Felt like that, you know, not people were tired of not going somewhere nice, or like let's go to this nice mall. Um yeah. <laughs> But and and uh, you know, let's not forget people. You know, doing online shopping. I mean, there's a whole host of things that well,
0: that'll drag a yeah drag yeah. A, so yeah.
1: so when you know when when people found out that this show was going to be at Century 3 Mall, you know, people would scoff and, and with good reason. It's not a great place. Yeah. But that mall probably saw more business and more traffic over that weekend than probably I, like the entire Christmas season.
0: Yeah, I can't, uh, yeah, that's not even an exaggeration. I think that in, in that part of the, you know, in that part of the mall that, of that building that we were in and we're looking at, you know, I, I don't know what the numbers were. You know, I would be safe to say that there was a thousand people in there on one day.
1: You know, maybe,
0: I don't know. That seems like a right number to me. I don't probably know. Probably on
1: the first day. I, yeah. I, maybe even higher, but I, I don't maybe have the exact numbers. I would but, yeah. say not
0: less. And that entire mall probably didn't have a thousand people in it. And probably no. maybe not in a week. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a dead mall.
1: Well, um, well, and let me, let, let me, um, put another spin on it on not so much. Well, yeah, just still like the, from the point of view of driving traffic in.
0: Yeah.
1: Now the, the show on Sunday went from 10 AM to 5 PM. Yeah. And most of what I did on Sunday was work the door. Like I was checking oh, yeah. people's bracelets as they were coming back into the mall. And then for like maybe the last, maybe from like two thirty to three 30, I was at the, Ticket table helping, you know, people, you know, selling tickets and giving out bracelets. Um, people were still coming in and paying admission at three thirty. Oh, wow. Yeah. With, <laughs> you know, with an hour and a half left to go in this show, people were still coming in. I mean, and I, I think that says a lot.
0: No doubt. Yeah. That's, that's a great, that's a great thing. Cause then it, you know, it keeps the, uh, the vendors there, you know, the ones that are itching to get on the road and get out, and they want to pack up, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think I only saw a couple that, you know, at about four o'clock that they were like, all right, I'm done, but...
1: Yeah, um, some people were packing up early, but, you know, as opposed to other people packing up early because they're like, uh, this show sucks, there's no oh, traffic, yeah. I'm not making yeah. any money, I'm probably losing money by being here, uh, it was more like... You know, we, we got to get on the road. It's Sunday or, you know, one one artist was like, hey, you know, I got my kids. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, just like real legit excuses or not. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say excuses. <laughs> real, you know, real reasons. Yeah, um,
0: there were reasons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, whereas, you know, some lesser shows, people are like, you know, might start packing up before noon on a Sunday if it's not, if they're not making enough money.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and that's why a lot of shows now, they put clauses in their contracts that say you can't break down until the show's over, or at least until like an hour before the show is over, something like that. As far as I know, there was nothing in that, co- in the I don't, three rivers contract. Yeah, I
0: don't think there was.
1: Um, so, um,
0: but I will say this about, I will say this about the sales. I didn't think the sales were, Um, like crazy, there wasn't like crazy numbers of sales, but I did well. Like, and I had a few items, because I actually did some original art, Mm -hmm. which I haven't really done a lot of in the past for the shows, but I'm like, this, you know, these are one-of-a-kind pieces, so I you know, I charged more than I usually do, and I was just like, and I had people snapping them up, which was awesome, because I was like, you know, this is, the good thing is, is like, even though the crowd isn't like, You know, it's not this massive crowd. This is a focused crowd. This is a crowd that's there to see people like myself. You know, that do artwork. Mm -hmm. You know, and other you know creative people. I I that
1: was cool. I feel like people came to spend money.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think the people the people that were there were were spending. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not all on me. You know, but hey,
1: right? Well, yeah, no, just 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 in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but. I do too, I think, because the other thing too is, when you have a, sh- a first year show, it is a little more int- intimate, um, and there isn't a ton of people, even though they had a good turnout, there's not a ton. So you get to spend time with, you know, you know, the greats, you know, like, you don't stand in a line and wait to talk to someone, you walk up to their table and you talk to them. Mm-hmm. And like, you're, you know, like I, my, you know, my experience is I got to talk to John Toddlebin, I just walked over, And, you know, we started speaking and he was telling me about, you know, things that he was doing in the 80s, you know, with Swamp Thing. I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I just walked over and he started telling me these awesome things.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you know, it's what was, you know, just great about the show in general. You know, when you talk about the, the uh, vendor, you know, the uh, artists that we had there, some of the more like higher profile guests, I mean, these are some. You know, maybe they're not the the the, the sexy like rock star uh, yeah, creators, tough. but but these are guys that are veterans that have been that like you said, John Toddlebin, I mean, he did Swamp Thing. Pete Craig Russell was there.
0: I talked to uh, Pete Craig Russell as well. I, I I really I didn't get to talk to many, but those are the ones that I did talk at length to. Mm-hmm. And um that that was the other one I was going to mention. I actually brought my. Doctor Strange book that Pete Craig Russell illustrated, wrote and illustrated I believe, or no, he illustrated um, from 1996. This is a, uh, this is my little story segment here. Um, but Doctor Strange, what is it that disturbs you, Stephen? That's what it's called. And if you read, and, and it was funny because in the back of this book from 1996, he talks about how this was actually based on an annual that he illustrated in 1973 um, for Doctor Strange. And uh, so he looked at his original art, and he didn't like it, and he remade it. You know, we get the 96 version. And then he said, I left out a scene that I really wanted to put into this book. And, and, and the last thing he says in his blurb is, he goes, we left out, oh wait, he goes, He goes, alas, no mad wedding. He goes, but maybe in the 2016 version. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. So I, I asked him about it and I said, it says right here, 2016. What do you think? And he's like, he goes, oh my goodness. Nobody's called me out on that yet. He goes, you're the first one. That's awesome. He loved it. And then, and then he was like, he goes, yeah, that, it was just funny. He goes, that'll probably be the last thing I ever do. (laughs) (laughs) But he was just kind of joking around like, yeah. He's like he goes. I, I, I'm busy with other things. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, pro- no problem. But it's cool. I was like, joking with him. Uh, oh man, uh, Ron Friends. You know, mm-hmm. he does a lot of shows. But I, you know, I, uh, you know, just got to. You know, it's always fun to just walk over and just kid around with him. You know, that was cool. Right, Ron Friends. I've <laughs> I've liked his art ever since. You know his. Tells you how old I am and how old he is, but he was illustrating Star Wars for Marvel back in, you know, like eighty five or oh, four. Or something.
1: That, that must that had to be one of his first gigs.
0: It, I think so, but I mean that was the first artist I ever knew who he was, and lo and behold, he lives in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and I see him at
1: shows, and I get to talk to him, and I'm like this is amazing. He he had a he had a funny comment when I was walking around um again picking up the trash. And I, I, uh, rolled past him and Pat Olaf. Yeah,
0: Pat Olaf, uh, I talked to him as well.
1: And he, and I asked, uh, something I said, picking up trash. And he said something to the extent of like, are you, you know, what are you trying to say about my work? You know, (laughs) and it was just kind of a, you know, he just had a, had a chuckle out of that. But (laughs) yeah, that's the kind of, you know, when, um, what's nice about like these vets that, that do come to these shows that don't have crazy lines is yeah, you, you get that. That personal one on one, you know, whether it's someone who's been in the industry for 30 years or, you know, some indie creator, um, you know, it was just such a treat to be around all these, just, God, I mean, just
0: everyone that was oh. there
1: was like, like, hey, um, we're here for comics.
0: Uh, Linsner, you know, yeah. Joe
1: Linsner? Joe Michael Linsner, yep.
0: Um, you know, he was basically the guest of honor at the show he did like he did the illustration that went on the program guide he did the illustration for the the beer they had that beer party afterwards which is mm-hmm. amazing and everybody got a free beer bottle with his artwork on it and he signed it at at the opening like it was like
1: this is awesome yeah, yeah. and you know what and we didn't even get to talk about that i guess uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a a local brewery i think it's called helltown brewer uh helltown brewery oh yeah That new dimensions. um, I don't know if they already have a. You know, I'm I'm guessing they probably have a previous uh, relationship connection, whatever. Because uh, Todd, aside from being like a big comics fan, is also a big beer fan. Yeah. And so they agreed that you know they came to an agreement. Like they brewed this beer that was just for this show. And I think they're going to do a different beer every year.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Which means that's going to be a different, probably a different artist every year. Uh, that's the, cool. the label art and just so many cool little things that are, that I think you would only find at a, a smaller, you know, I, I'll call it a regional show because, um, you know, while there were some people there that, that traveled to the show, I think a majority of people there were, you know, fairly local, maybe within yeah you know, one to two hours, maybe a little longer, but yeah, it was just, um, I lost, <laughs> I lost yeah. where I was going with that. But anyway, um, you know, just, I, I, I hope the show, you know, <laughs> I guess just maybe kind of to wrap it up. Cause we didn't want to spend.
0: Yeah, like I think we're good
1: too long on this because, you know, we just wanted to just jump in and say how much we love the show and jump out. But,
0: I think, uh, I think as a marker, you know, like just to put, I kind of wanted to put it in the books to say, you know, that, that we were there. This first year show was amazing, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, uh, you know, for me, I hope that this, this is the start of, you know, and I, and I know Todd said that too. You know, he he basically has a five year plan. Right. And this is a great start. Yeah. Like better than, better than I imagined, at least, you know, I don't know what he, you know how big his visions are but i i mean i was completely satisfied with the show
1: I, I think he was very overwhelmed just from what, what oh, i yeah. saw you know just comments of you know of him in person and on facebook but just um you know and and i same thing i i wasn't really sure what to expect from this show i'm beyond thrilled that it was a success and i hope i hope that it continues to grow but not I don't want it to outgrow itself. You know what I mean? If that makes any yeah. sense, I don't want it to.
0: It does. I hope.
1: I, I want hope it to it's... be strong and healthy, like a child. I want it to be strong and healthy, <laughs> but I don't want it to turn into a dick. You know, be it's true like
0: to itself.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think. I mean, if if the same people are organizing it, um, you know, the, that the, the people that have the same passion for putting on a good show year after year and you know making it about the comics like and not so much about the stuff that spins out of comics then right i th- you know i i think it's could <laughs> be nothing but good stuff
0: the media <laughs>
1: the,
0: that'll be our next episode <laughs> where we talk about comics in the media right um No, but I mean, uh, oh my God! This is like the show that that you know. This was the show that I missed, you know, from back in the heyday. You know, there was a there was a golden like it seemed like a golden era of comic book comic book conventions, and you know, this was a return to that, which was what I you know what I think everybody's been wanting, and I and I'm I'm so glad that there's a show in Pittsburgh that's committed to that. Because I the other shows have their places, I'm not gonna fault anybody because they all you know they meet in need, but now finally this need has been met is my I'm like yes, you know yeah, I, a book show yeah, ah, I, yeah I totally
1: agree I, and i I think it's just been yeah, it's something that's been sorely missing from this area um for a long time, yeah, so. All right. Well, I think yeah. um Yeah, I think that about wraps up like I said we just wanted to just tell everybody what a what a great show it was from from both sides of the table and you know, in, encourage you to check this show out next year uh because I I you know, obviously it's only been a couple of weeks after it, you know, after the first show, but I know that plans are already in the works for the next show. So um, awesome it, it's going to be a show to keep your eye out for for next year absolutely awesome I can't wait alright Um any final thoughts parting thoughts anything like that
0: um no not no, really
1: I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I was like I'm going to cut you off right there
0: yeah
1: I'm going to stop you right there Scott I'm going to say let's say you have nothing else to say
0: I have nothing
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, alright awesome Alright, well this has been episode 225 of Comic Book Pit. I'm Dan. I'm the and we'll see you next time.